It's the brunch breakdown. Didi here in Orlando now, third place in three weeks. Shouts to us. Hopefully my audio is a lot better than it was last week. Uh, Chris and Dan are in Pittsburgh under some storms right now, which we don't know how this is going to go. And I wanted to start this like this because I have a question for you, but I feel like it might take a little longer than normal. So here we go. Um, Threads, what do we think? (laughs) well this is what i was gonna get off my chest so i i'm really afraid that all of the social media like the major platforms are just going to create the other platforms that exist with the their own audiences now and we're going to end up with like 25 of the same exact social media platform. Because in I mean what what Zuckerberg did was a stealth move. I don't know if you guys noticed but if you go into the App Store, Threads has been in the App Store for 12 years. It's been in the App Store for over a decade, which means if you go back 12 years, we're looking at you know, 2010, 2011, obviously Facebook, Instagram, they were like working on some type of competitor. And then they probably were like, yeah, nah, this isn't going to work. We don't need it. But then Elon bought Twitter. Okay. And I think the minute Elon bought Twitter, now it's pretty clear to me that Zuckerberg was like, all right, we got to fire this team back up. Who still works here (laughs) that worked on threads? We got to, we got to get the team back together. And they launched this thing on the 4th of July, which is like the worst time to probably debut anything. Nobody, you don't run an internet sale on the 4th of July, okay? You certainly don't debut a platform, but he did, and it blew up. And they made it so easy. They made it so easy for anybody that has Instagram, just like, hey, just duplicate your profile on this new platform. And then as new people sign up, if they follow you on Instagram, they'll follow you here too. And you'll follow them back. And it'll all just happen seamlessly. It's it. They made it so easy that now I'm afraid like Twitter's going to make a TikTok. You know what I mean? I'm afraid mm-hmm. like they're all just going to do this over and over again and there's going to be 25 social media platforms that we need to pay attention to and it's it's going to be too much yeah there's there's no doubt zuckerberg had been kind of waiting in the wings especially and like you said when elon musk bought twitter it was like dust off the files let's go get in the conference room and then oddly enough chris on your chess segment last week you bring up twitter's limiting how many tweets people can view per day and and Zuckerberg just had his finger on the button and he was like, go time. <laughs> it's time to go. We're ready. That's the final straw. Gonna, that was it. He had to wait for a right moment. There was plenty of them and he and he chose to do so. Listen, Twitter sucks nowadays. It does. So like I'm in favor of doing whatever to to fix that, clean that up, whatever. But yeah, I don't need another social media platform. Like I'm at my limit. So something has to go. I'm not just adding, right? I'm not just adding them in. It's something, something has got to drop off. I've I've hit the the limit. And yeah, who knows what this could open people up to do. Um, copycats and things like that. But 
the idea is, is smart and I'm in favor of a better Twitter. And if that's threads from now on, okay, I'm not there yet, but it's a lot, man. So there's just, just a lot, it's just a lot out there. Dude, I'm so bored with social media to begin with. Like I'm just bored with it because honestly, think about how long we've been doing this. Like as millennials, we've been like, and nothing has changed. It's only just gotten like worse and less fun. And now he does this thread thing. What I heard him say in some like random, like internet clip of a press conference that like, you know, threads is his new thing or whatever. But I didn't think it was happening like tomorrow. Um, and I definitely didn't think it was going to happen on the 4th of July, but like, I just am bored with it. And then threads is just, it looks exactly like Twitter to the point where I got confused. I was posting mm-hmm. for the brunch break that I literally got confused. Like <laughs> that's how much it looks like Twitter. So I don't know. I was just already bored with social media to begin with. Cause now like my job doesn't depend on social media, which it did from 2009 up until like 2021. And now it doesn't. So like, I'm just not there as much. I'm still on it. I still love it. Like whatever, but it's just like, I'm just bored with it. There's just nothing new. Like TikTok is honestly exciting because shit at least just flies in front of your face. Like it's just like, Oh, that's funny comedy clip this that food okay sweet here's a recipe i'm gonna go do that on the grill right now see ya here's a tiktok with me i don't know like that was new and like put a bunch of apps that like we all like together so it was like one thing but like threads is literally just the app we were already on but with but with instagram i don't yeah it's <laughs> like and i've seen a lot of people on threads that are saying like this is like what twitter was like five years ago or 10 years ago. And I don't agree with that. Like five or 10 years ago, I saw tweets from only the people that I followed. And on threads, I'm seeing posts from people that I follow, but I'm also seeing like anybody that I follow, if they've replied to somebody, it's showing up in my feed. And To my recollection, that didn't happen with Twitter back in the day. The only way I would see it is if they retweeted it. Like that, that's how I would see something from somebody else. And that's how people would grow on Twitter back in the day is by getting retweets. Threads, it's like whether you like it or not, like I'm getting all of these fitness influencers that I never wanted to follow and like pop culture people that provide me with nothing. Like there's no reason for me to follow these people, but the people that I do choose to follow are replying to them. So now those people are showing up in my feed. That's not what Twitter was like. That's not what Twitter was like at all. You like created a community of people on your feed about stuff that you were interested in. And it was great. And it's gone so far away from that now with like, the for you crap and promoted posts and ads and all that stuff. So it's kind of the same in that there's no ads, but that's pretty much it. Yeah. I feel like threads, we deserve to go through the same progression that all the other apps did. Like when Instagram started, it was literally just people that you followed and that was it. And now there's so much, it's gone through a roller coaster of garbage and some stuff's good. Some stuff's terrible. Uh, Facebook, same thing. Right. But we went through that progression where it started out as just what you want and want to focus on. And that's what's nice is that it kind of brings over your followers right from Instagram. It's all within the, you know, meta community. So that's nice that you're not starting from zero, but 
like let's build up to the stuff in your face that you don't need to or want to see. Um, there's already too much of that. Like I'm escaping from one to the other just to avoid it and running into it everywhere. But yeah, and, and that's the other thing. It's like Twitter back in the day when it was new, it was the only thing of its kind. Yeah. So like this isn't like Didi said, this is just another thing that we already had. Like it's not new. It's not interesting. It's not, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess it's like a little bit fun because it's a new thing. And like, I know, I don't know if you notice this on your Instagram profile underneath your picture, there's like a little number and you can tap on it to go. And that number tells you what number person you were to sign up for threads. So it's kind of cool that like, I was like one point number 1.7 million, I think. And now there's like a hundred million people on there. So that feels kind of cool, but I don't know. It just, it's, it's too much. Are we going to get so oversaturated that like people just dip all social media? Like, is that ever going to happen? I I think so. And here's the reason why I don't think, I think everyone's talking about threads right now. And then it's all, and then it's all going to go to shit because this is the first one that started out as a business already. Because think about, like, Facebook just started, yo, mm. whoa, blah, 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 dot edu, you can do this shit. And then it eventually turned into, like, you know, what it is today. Twitter, same thing. It was freaking, I got on Twitter because Chris was on there. And then when I went on there to check it out, the first tweet was Diddy saying, eating porn and watching TV. He was like, <laughs> eat, no, he was like, eating cereal and watching porn. That's what he was talking about. I said that wrong. Anyways, that was hilarious. I that would have been better. I wish you said it the other way. I wish you said it the other way too. He said, I'm eating cereal and watching porn. And I was like, I got to be here. I got to be here. Oh, man. And I was like, this is hilarious. Because people were just on there doing whatever. And then Twitter eventually became. It's like what Dan said with the progression. But like it turned into a business. It, Instagram is already a business. Like. You know, like TikTok was not a business. It was a bunch of people, whatever. Same thing with like Vine or whatever else came before it. It wasn't a business. It eventually became one or whatever. This is already that. And also, listen, people I follow on Instagram, I don't necessarily want to hear their thoughts. <laughs> That's not why I follow them on Instagram. I am not. I am OG. We are OG Instagram. Like it was pictures. I, I don't want to hear your thoughts. And I think there's going to be a lot of people who joined threads who will never say a word on there because they're like, that's not what I'm here for. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I man. was here to post pictures right. and now I got to do it twice. What's that? I think everyone's going to leave this thing. I think like I'm interested to see how this goes with no innovation or something by Christmas. And we'll see where threads is at because I just I don't think anyone is going to be using this thing. Yeah, we got to do a threads recap. I follow yeah. like. I it's like I don't know if it's called I think it's is it Spin Magazine or Complex or something? I don't know. There's one like it's like a NBA basketball magazine. And like on Instagram, it's awesome because it's just like all of these cool highlight uh clips. Yeah. But then on threads, the 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 account was like telling people how to post on threads. And I'm like, I don't want this from you. I don't want this at all. So yeah, it's definitely weird. Like those accounts that you never needed their substance and now they're going to start giving it to you yeah house of highlights that i don't yeah. want to know your words i want to see <laughs> highlights <laughs> like yeah man well i guess threads work in progress we'll see what happens and if twitter makes a tiktok 
Good God. I'm terrified. <laughs> Sheesh. Actually, I'm terrified for Chris because he's the one that's going to have to keep up with all this stuff. Dude, I'm <laughs> so exhausted. I'm so tired. <laughs> I needed to stop. <laughs> you're going to listen. You got three kids. You're going to have to start making them work. You're like, yo, all right, Livy, it's time to post on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, yeah <dude. laughs> Start working. I need some video editors coming up in this family <laughs> pronto. <laughs> All right, well, let's get into the brunch breakdown. I knew that was going to take a little bit, but I was like, we can't not talk about the thing everybody's been talking about for a week. So got to get to threads. All right, so we found this cool video and we're going to talk about it. First time your girl was like, "Mm, okay, we're going to talk about that. Uh, We've got a cool golf beer pick one. We've got brunch court. And I'm going to say this already in advance. We've got Dan's annual Joey Chestnut Love Fest. We're going to be talking about that and <laughs> a, a lot more beer, music. You know the drill. It's the brunch breakdown. Uh, Dan, let everybody know where they can find your Joey Chestnut Love Fest. Yeah, absolutely. Gladly. Uh, anywhere, everywhere, people. You can find podcasts. You can find the brunch breakdown. We've got new episodes coming your way each and every Wednesday. You hit follow, you hit subscribe. The episodes come right to you. It's that simple. Okay, each and every Wednesday, full video episodes, a lot of visuals today. Check them out. Full videos on our YouTube page and our Facebook page. Now, those premiere at noon Eastern and 9 a.m. Pacific on demand anytime you want to watch after that. Social media. Let's get into it. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, threads, trailer, TikTok. We're there, right? We're everywhere. Of course, threads. Hell yeah. At Brunch Breakdown. We're there, people. Follow us, follow you back, and you probably already do because that's how it works now. Uh, and of course, Sounds of Brunch <laughs> playlist. <laughs> Sounds of Brunch playlist. We give you what we're listening to each and every week. We put it on a playlist on Spotify. We call it the Sounds of Brunch. Follow that. Updates every Friday on Spotify. Check it out. What if Spotify just makes a TikTok? Now that's who's sitting back waiting. Like That's who's sitting back. Apple just decides we're just going to make TikTok. One of them has to outleap the other, and they're going to do something stupid. <laughs> All right, let's uh, get into it. Uh, Chris, get it off your chest, man. I already got it off my chest. That's pretty oh. much everything I wanted to say. <laughs> Love it. Um, my, it, Just to summarize, I'm tired. I'm really tired. Now I'm posting tweets in two places, and it's too much. <laughs> and I'm already posting videos in like six places. So if everybody could just calm down, just calm down. Um, I'm about to go on vacation. I would love to vacation. Everybody chill out. Thank you in advance. Chris is for monopolies. <laughs> Once one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For monopolies. Exactly. <laughs> oh God. All right. Well, I guess I'm going to get this off my chest because we know what's coming next, ladies and gentlemen. So, um, <laughs> I've been meaning to talk about this for a while, but a big holiday just happened and I get very annoyed with people on social media. I feel like this is social media brunch. Anyways, um, please stop telling people on social media that they need to make this holiday, whatever holiday is, have meaning. Just enjoy your day (laughs) off. Because listen, we live in a capitalistic society. If they they would make us work 366 days if they if they could. If it weren't for these holidays, we'd never have a day off. 
Because think about how much fun so many different things were in our lives and they just turned it into work, right? So like AIM turned to Slack, freaking social media turned to work. Everything just turns to work. And they would just do that if we didn't have these holidays, whether it's 4th of July, whether it's Juneteenth or whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Just let people enjoy their day. Don't say, hey, remember why you're having this day off on Memorial Day? Like, if you want to take your kids to a memorial, do it. Like, leave everybody else alone. Other people just want a day off. Like, I, I've been frustrated with this since they made Juneteenth a holiday, which I'm happy they have, and it's great. And if you're learning stuff, awesome. If you're not, take your day off. Because you know what Juneteenth means to me? It means a cookout. Every Juneteenth, we went to a celebration in Wheeling, and it was fun. And one of my cousins would probably be in some talent show rapping, and we'd make fun of that for the rest of the year. Like, <laughs> it was just fun. All of these holidays that we get randomly on the calendar, they're just take them. Leave people alone. Like, just let them have their day off to just do whatever they want. If they want to wear red, white, and blue, cool. If they just want to sit on their couch and do absolutely nothing and watch Christmas in July on Hallmark Channel, cool. Let them do it. Leave them alone. Stop with your memes saying, this means this, and this is why you're having this day off. Leave everybody alone. Enjoy your holiday. Well said. Well said. Right? Noise. That's the, it, it's... Nobody can nobody can live in their their own world. They have to influence the world yeah. of other people because they don't like them. Get off of social media on the holiday. Yeah. How about that? That's, Freeze it out, all of it. That's what it is. Those More people, social... those people running those social media, uh, I don't know accounts, but social media platforms deserve the day off too. Okay, let them out. Okay, everybody freeze it. Freeze it all every holiday. Freeze them up. The more, so the more social media platforms you have, the more opportunities people have to preach and uh, it gets a little yep. bit exhausting. But, you know, Didi, to your point, how they make us work on every holiday. How about this for a segue? They make people who like to eat hot dogs work on the 4th of July. They make people like Joey Chestnut work on the 4th of July. How messed up is that? This guy just likes to eat hot dogs. And he it's his and they- passion. And now they're making him work. They're making him entertain the millions of people like Dan, who has his analytics that he's about to run us through on his spreadsheet. If that's not a great example of our capitalistic (laughs) society, I don't know what is. (laughs) I wish I had some analytics to run down for you, uh, gentlemen. Uh, And your work, you're right. Joey Chestnut did work on the 4th of July. Okay. Now, this year had a little bit more buzz around it. If you were paying attention at all, maybe you saw it on threads. Um, <laughs> it was all about the delayed start, right? Conflicting reports of a cancellation and an ultimate complete contest ending the same way it always does. Joey holding the mustard belt. 16th time now tying Ric Flair for 16 championships, by the way. Woo! That's the nature boy. Uh, So if you tuned to ESPN at noon on the 4th of July, like me, like every 4th of July, you saw just a little in the bottom line there that the hot tidy contest was in a lightning delay. Ooh, okay. I've really seen that before, but understand it happens. Uh, Nothing else. They really didn't talk about it, say anything, nothing on social media. Couldn't find anything what was going on. I like, I literally was checking the weather in New York to see like, how long is this lightning delay going to be? Like, because they wait 20 minutes like golf? Like, how does this work? So at one point, they showed a quick shot of heavy rain. 
and said, we hope to start soon. I'm like, okay, I got places to go. What's what's the deal? Lightning delay turned into weather delay at the bottom. What does that mean? And then as we approached the one o'clock hour, the reports started pouring in. Officials and NYPD are canceling the Nathan's Famous Hot Dog Eating Contest. I think Bleacher Report was all over it. The reports were coming in. Different news outlets were reporting it, that they were sending people home, sending people away. And then, and then, as I'm scrolling through Twitter, trying to find out what's going on. I wish I had this. I, I should have shared this visual with you, Chris, so you could pull up. They show this image of Joey Chestnut. Look at the look on this dude's <laughs> face. And look at the security guard behind him, like, backing away. Okay. And the tweet was, as the person that took the photo, he was marching towards the officials and he said, I'm getting the guys and we're doing this MFR with that photo. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, no one, not Major League Eating, not Nathan of Nathan's, and not even New York's finest, the NYPD, are bigger than Joey Chestnut. Okay. These eaters train all year long for this, and he was not going to let that thing just be canceled because of a little bit of a weather issue, okay? So what after I imagine was a brief discussion, if you can imagine Joey Chestnut approaching people like that, I don't think that was a lengthy conversation. Uh, all of a sudden, the graphic on ESPN said, coverage starting at 2 p.m., and we were back on. We had ourselves a great contest. Now listen, you know, they didn't nearly eat as many hot dogs as they normally would. Joey didn't come near his record total. But how could you, after you start an hour and a half late, like mentally going through all that, hearing it's canceled. And so obviously all that matters is the championship in the end, people. And the point is, don't mess with the champ. Wouldn't you think he'd be hungrier because he had to wait? Well, here, that's a question. Because I've, everybody, it's obviously timed of when you stop eating, liquid diet, et cetera, et cetera. If you were in that situation and you didn't exactly know how long, it was just being postponed, right? What would you do? Would you not eat anything, drink, and just keep it liquid? Because like it gets to a point where that's not helping you, right? The longer the longer you wait, because your your stomach is shrinking. So I don't know what you do there. What would you guys do? Would you uh, eat well something? I guess I'm thinking about it as like intermittent fasting. It's like if you do it and you actually do it right, if you go past that, that's like not good for you. Yeah. You're kind of going to be messed up sort of like the whole day. And if you keep go like, you know, if you keep going several hours past like that. Hour and a half, hour like, and a half after ugh, when you were supposed I, to like fill it. Yeah. And if you're like a train, I feel like if you're like, I don't know what it's like training as an eater, but I feel like it's got to be down to like, this is the time that I'm supposed to be eating or this is the window that I'm supposed to be eating. And if it fucks up, it's like, yikes. Yeah. 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 I would, I would, so. I, I would go with the strategy. Don't know if this would be at all effective, but I would think like science of foods. We know hyper palatable foods can actually trick your brain into thinking that you're hungrier than you actually are, but your body also needs a little bit of food. So I would think like, give me one of those little snack bags of like nacho cheese Doritos 
barely going to make a dent, <laughs> but it's going to trick my brain into thinking I need more food tides me over for an hour and a half. And then I get into that hot dog eating contest and I go ham on some hot dogs. That's, that's what I would think. Sure. Yeah. And now like the other part of it is I didn't get into there's a whole the, major league eating should be embarrassed. How is there no backup weather option there? Yeah. What's the inclement weather? How is there no, major there's league no eating? protocol, no protocol in place for that. I guarantee you there will be next year, but that was embarrassing on their hands, but no one overrules the champ. It comes down to that period. That's what Siobhan was obsessed with. When I told her there was a rain delay, she was like, so go inside. (laughs) (laughs) She was like, it's a hot dog eating contest. Like it's nice that the people are there, but they don't need to be. (laughs) Yeah. Right. They don't need to be in 2020. They weren't. Yeah. It's like, they did it inside. Yeah, they had to do it inside 2020. There was no crowd there. Like, yeah, it's nice for the crowd to be there. Those people come out, but like, at the end of the day, it's about who take home eats the most dogs, right? Not who saw who ate the most dogs. So, Major League Eating, next year, get it right. Jesus, I can't believe you don't drag Shane in there every year. <laughs> to Coney Island? <laughs> yeah, I can't believe you don't. <laughs> Making the trek to Coney one Island, year. boys. Can't one record. One year, we're going. I came running, I came running down. We were, we were doing something that morning and I was like running over to change the remote. She goes, uh, what are you going? She goes, what are you doing? Oh, before I <laughs> changed the show, she goes, oh, it's hot dog time, isn't it? <laughs> she knows. Fourth of July, let Dan do his thing. Oh, yep. God. Yep. All right. Well, since we're going to do switch things up, brunch court is coming up right now because it has to do with a hot dog. Um, Dan, go for it. Yes. So this, oh, this is just... A 4th of July hot dog social media episode, apparently. Um, So on July 4th, Pepsi unveiled the Kolachup, 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 I guess is how you pronounce it. It's a terrible word. First mistake. But it's Pepsi, Pepsi, yeah, the first mistake right there. Pepsi Cola infused ketchup. So Pepsi ketchup, Kolachup. Anyways, um, so this was available at select baseball stadiums on the 4th of July. There was like six stadiums maybe that they had this available. Traditionally, baseball games going on the 4th of July. Um, So it's Pepsi-infused ketchup. I I don't know. I I don't know, guys. Yeah, I, this is another one where I just can't wrap my mind around what it would even taste like. Like, I've had a hot dog with a Pepsi many times in my life. Um, I've never thought like, wow, I wish this Pepsi flavor was more closely related to the hot dog. Like, it all, you know, it all mixes in the mouth, right? It all goes to the same place. Mm-hmm. I, I just, yeah, I, I have no idea how to wrap my mind around what this would taste like but even if it was the greatest condiment i've ever tasted it's a no for me based on that name that's ridiculous (laughs) (laughs) i've i've never thought while eating a hot dog and yes like many people i have drank a coke or a pepsi and ate a hot dog um and especially at baseball games i've never once thought to take to open up that cup and pour it on my hot dog (laughs) 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 because Essentially, that's what you're telling me that somebody in this world wants 
is to put Pepsi on top of their ketchup on their hot dog. And that just, I, I don't, I, I don't even understand. I, 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 why, we say why every week on Brunch Court, but like, mm-hmm. I'm just wondering like, what made you think that this is like something that anybody would want? Like, yeah, it's like, I guess you'll try it, but like, you don't, nobody wants this in their house. Yeah. And that's an important d- distinction, Didi, is like so many of these items we do on Brunch Court, we all would try it. But would you try it is not the answer. Yeah. Or is that, it's not the question that we're asking. No. Right. 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 It's a, that's a great point. And I think there's a reason this was kind of gimmicky in a way where it's like, oh, it's going to be at six ballparks and that's it. We're not, this is not really available to the public. It's not that good. Uh, <laughs> we have to kind of restrict it. Maybe like, oh, it was a cool thing that you got to try at a baseball stadium. Um, I did find a review of somebody that, that did try it. And this was their quote. At first, the taste was super sweet with notes of citrus. We found that the dominant taste was cinnamon. Overall, the depth of flavor made the cola chup feel more like barbecue sauce than ketchup. Does that change your opinion at all? No. That's not. No, I mean, it's barbecue sauce on a hot dog tastes good, but it's just like, I just, yeah, I just, I don't then just do barbecue sauce. I don't know. Yeah, that I don't get it. I don't get it. But. Yeah, yeah, not for me as a hot dog connoisseur. No, I don't even want anything sweet on my hot dog. So this sounds terrible. Sure, tasted terrible. Failure, Pepsi. Pepsi's been getting a little crazy the last couple of years. We've done a lot of Pepsi products on Brunch Court. This one's a no for me, dog. Do you know how expensive a hot dog is at a baseball game? And if you put that on <laughs> your hot dog and didn't like it, you thought oh. it was just going to be like, oh, yeah, like whatever. Yeah. It's just ketchup. Like, there's not, it's not going to be any that different. And then it yeah. tastes like barbecue sauce. And maybe you don't like barbecue sauce. That's throwing money away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cola chub. No. Cola chub. God. All right. Uh, One more on brunch court. I saw this and thought this was pretty funny. IHOP is asking people this very important question. Can a pancake be a taco? As they they introduced pancake tacos to their menu. Boys, can a pancake be a taco? Yeah, this is interesting too because it's they're doing a sweet and savory. Mm-hmm. So they have a strawberry cheesecake pancake taco, a caramel banana cheese, a uh, caramel banana pancake taco, a what they're calling a breakfast pancake taco, which has eggs, bacon, cheese, and whatever they're calling white sauce, and then a country chicken and gravy pancake taco. Again, the taco shell is the pancake. Uh, gentlemen, I will tell you this: I have had a pancake taco before. Ooh, okay. Yes, there was a restaurant um, in a nice little neighborhood nearby here called Carnegie, and the place was called Bacon. And guess what they specialized in? Pancakes. Bacon, yes. Oh. <laughs> Pancakes. And they had a breakfast taco that was more on the savory side, where it was a, or, I'm sorry, pancake taco on the savory side, where it was a pancake taco shell with eggs and naturally wonderful bacon. And guys, it was delicious and it worked. So I got to be on board with this just based on that experience alone. I think the sweet stuff's a no brainer. Uh, 
country chicken and gravy. Probably pass on that one. But overall, I'm down. I'm down for the pancake taco. Yeah, I think, I, honestly, I think all of these work. Like that that country chicken one makes me kind of think of like a Nashville uh, chicken and waffles, right? If you get the chicken mm, with the waffles, okay, like the pancake okay. is, yeah, pancake's not too far of a stretch right. from that. Um, the strawberries look amazing. Like, yeah, I, I would totally get down with this. And I think a pancake can be a taco. Why not? Uh, listen, this looks great, but honestly, I just want to like, Take it out the thing, lay it flat, <laughs> and eat it. All these look great, but I just want to make it a regular <laughs> pancake. I have no desire to like eat it as a taco. Like I just want to put it on a plate and you know go to town because all these look great. So like I have no problem with this. I'm just like you know I don't I don't need to mix them. Like just just give me my pancake. You don't want handheld with my chicken and gravy on top. Yeah, and, like because yeah. I mean come on a pancake with chicken gravy and a pickle on top like that's America. Like let's go. Might as well. I bet they. I bet they have that at like Cracker Barrel. Just a pancake <laughs> with chicken and gravy on top, guaranteed. Guaranteed. They call it breakfast, guaranteed. So yeah, cool with this. Mm. Shouts to IHOP. Mm. I have actually never okay. been to an IHOP before. What? Oh man. Yeah. How's that possible? For all the road trips you go on, <laughs> bro. I know. And that's honestly the shocking part about it. Yeah. Well, we. <laughs> yeah. Um, my wife's parents actually met working at IHOP too. So like there's a family tie-in and I've still never been there. Good Lord. Get Chris wow. to IHOP. Hashtag. Wait, this threads doesn't use hashtag. Don't you? Oh, wait, can I? Yeah. <laughs> can we go back to threads for a second? <laughs> if on Twitter you're tweeting, what are you doing on threads? Needling. Threading. Threading the needle. <laughs> <laughs> Sewing? Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. Just on the sewing machine. I don't know. I, I don't like know. It. Where you're... It's a it's an app for embroidery. All right, let's go. Chris. Having so much um... fun, though. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> if you know, you know. Touche. Yeah. <laughs> Touche. Uh, this is going to tie beautifully into our next topic, but Chris, don't you pass an IHOP to go to Costco every week? Yeah, it's right next to it. Yeah, it's right next to it. <laughs> yeah, come on. I it's know we get with the family right there, dude. I think what there, we need to like... do because Costco opens at 10. I think we need to go to IHOP for breakfast one morning and then head over to Costco when it opens. It'll be fueled up, ready to go. Yeah, yeah. Try the try the tacos. Let us know. Okay, there you go. I will. I'll, I'll, I'll report back. Love it. Love it. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into uh, this topic that I found this video. Sports Center posted it um, or ESPN posted it. One of their many accounts posted this thing where this guy is showing this girl something and she's looking at it and she's very impressed. And then she flips it around and we see it's a Costco card. And she's like, OK, like, damn, <laughs> you something. So that made me think this is fun as three married men here on this podcast. What was the first thing that made our wives say, okay, yeah, this guy's something. So, um, boys, <laughs> what were your results? Who wants this to go is, first? Yeah, I'll saying. go first. I'll go first. I'll go first. Okay. All right. Okay. I'll go first. So this is like, 
a very funny thing. All right. So I grew up, I love soap operas. I grew up watching them with my babysitter. I love soap operas. I just do. Right. So we're driving me and Siobhan. We're maybe, I don't even know how long we've been dating, maybe like a couple months or something. And we, this girl is, I'm at a stoplight and this girl's on the side of the street. And I was like, Oh dude, I think that's the chick from young and the restless. I think her name's like Emmy Ryland or something. And I just throw and not even paying any attention. And Siobhan goes, you know who Emmy Ryland is? <laughs> And then, like, makes just gets silent, gets on her phone, texts it to her friend Brittany, and her friend Brittany responds, Marry that man. <laughs> the rest is history. <laughs> we hadn't been dating for like, I don't like, seriously, probably less than six months, like, for sure. Like, we hadn't been dating that long at all. And that happened. And it was just like the most random thing. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. That's an amazing story. Um, this video cracked me up because like the girl looks genuinely impressed because the guy's like going into membership to this. Oh, yeah. And yeah, she goes, wow. You can see you say, wow, and turn the card over. And there it is the bath Costco. She looks genuinely impressed, but is she, I don't know. <laughs> and I had that same feeling when I asked my wife this question, I was like, were you genuinely impressed at anything? Um, when we were first dating. Uh, so she thought about it a little, a little while and, uh, her answer to me was when she found out that I was in a band. That's what uh, uh, kind of because who doesn't want to date a guy in a band? Um, <laughs> and then admittedly, um, Chris, I think you can agree with this, that the very first show she came to see was quite literally in the I don't know, Chris, we started off playing in a band together in 2003 and pretty much consecutively until that would have been 2018, 15, years pretty now. much playing in a, in a couple different bands over the course of that long period. That show that she came to was by far the worst show we have ever played <laughs> ever at <laughs> any time. Was so it, which, which the, show was it? Which show was it? We played, <laughs> we played at the smiling moose. It was in December in 2018. And let's just say somebody, another member of the band wasn't completely sober. It, and, and kind it, of influenced the, the the sound. Was this, I think I remember, was this a show that like we also didn't vet the guy who set the show up and like nobody was there? Yes, this is also that same, very same show. So okay. luckily there wasn't a lot of people there because we sounded horrible. And th that's also why our other band member was a little aggravated and kind of went to the bottle earlier than usual uh, because it was just a cluster of a night. But that was her first show. Uh, first time seeing us. So that like good impression of like, oh, I'm impressed that this guy's in a band kind of went out the window, but she came back. She went to another <laughs> show and now we're married. So there it was. <laughs> Love it. That's awesome. Um, So I think I viewed this video like the opposite way that okay. you guys did. <laughs> oh, no. oh, when no. I when I saw it, I was like. I thought this was like another one of those memes where like the guy whispers into the girl's ear and she acts like she's impressed, but she's really not like, that's what I saw from it. Cause okay. it went and I, and I thought she was initially impressed until the card got turned around and it said Costco on it. I'm like, okay, there's no, there's no way this young girl's impressed by Costco. Um, so when I asked Katie about it, she initially was like, is this like something like that, that you said that impressed me? And I was like, well, I don't know. I don't think so. And she she said like early on, she thought everything I said was 
really impressive to the point that she thought I was just going to like ditch her and stop talking to her because she thought I was way cooler than I actually was. But I was like, no, I don't think that's the point of what Didi's asking. <laughs> and so I, I said, like, let's flip it around there. And and so the answer she gave was actually about what I told her that I thought was impressive, but she didn't give a shit. And uh. it was, <laughs> oh, yeah, it. it was, it was me talking about how I was in the Screen Actors Guild and like I could vote for the movies that that, got, that were in the SAG Awards. And I like I showed her my my SAG cards and stuff. Like at that point, I was still in the the thing. I'm not anymore. Um, but apparently, she uh, she played along and didn't really care about that at all. So that's a <laughs> that's the direction we went. She did not care that I could vote for. Birdman in the SAG Awards. She didn't give a shit. I am so happy that happened. That's way better. That's way better. Yeah. I feel like now I have to do that. I feel like now we have to find that one out. It's a humbling experience. We have to find that one out, Dan. What's the thing that we told them early on that they were like, okay. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Boy, that's a yeah, that's a more nervous question to ask, but that's too fitting. That's too that's almost like exactly with that video, like you said, Chris. That's like, really, <laughs> I didn't think about it being interpreted oh. like different ways, but that's like yeah, really funny. Also, the way you said it at first is really funny too, because like <laughs> you're you're she thought you were saying all these stuff, and then she turns around, she's like, Oh, it's Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that is tremendous. God, that is tremendous. Great. Well, uh, boys, Bruce Day. Uh, that was fun. Bruce Day, what are your beer picks? I have one because I don't have a beer with me right now, but it's one that I drank while I was on the Cape for a couple days. Progression Brewing Cape Time IPA. Absolutely delicious. Citra Ooh. hops. And honestly, the only thing missing from this is like if they could somehow put a lobster roll in a can. That's the only thing that was missing from Cape Time IPA from uh, progre- progre- progression, pro- uh, progression Brewing in somewhere in Massachusetts. I don't know. I don't, I'm not even going to try to pronounce any of those weird ways they spell and say things out there. So just doesn't make you, any sense. When you first said like lobster roll in a can, it just had me like, oh, man, that sounds amazing. And then I like went to like the Pepsi ketchup thing and I thought like it like really messed with me. So. <laughs> <laughs> I know your intention was good there, and I'm like, oh, oh no, uh, 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 yeah. lobster roll IPA coming soon to brunch court. The Red Lobster IPA, it's coming. It's coming. Oh god, oh god, <laughs> yikes! Uh, next, I had a real beer today. Uh, I drank it earlier today from my favorite brewery, Raised Grain. I have not talked about this beer on the podcast before hazy ipa called frivolous pursuit here and i did a little research on the hops because both of the hops i had never heard of and uh Didi in particular you should look out for these hops because they scream daniel dudley um we have el dorado hops which have uh, notes of juicy pineapple pineapple and other tropical fruits okay Ooh. el dorado and, and then azaka hops uh have juicy mango tropical fruits and citrus um and so it is what you would think this is very citrusy fruity hazy ipa that i enjoyed 
That sounds amazing. Yeah. Look yeah. out for them. That sounds great. That I sounds didn't know really there were great. hops with pineapple flavors in them. That's something I have to find ASAP. There you go. Um, well, boys, I'm sticking with kind of a uh, summary theme, if you will. Um, and when you were a kid, summer meant for me, pink lemonade, pink lemonade, popular choice. Um, and the good folks at Drecker who are known for their sours, they have a brains series and like all their word, all their names are kind of funky and weird and they use repetitive lettering in there. Uh, this is their strawberry guava pink lemonade sour. And it's part of the when life gives you when life gives you parts parts I don't know P R R R T S <laughs> it doesn't really matter wild can art that's what Drecker does this is amazing this is summer I could drink this all summer it tastes exactly like straw strawberry guava pink lemonade you have a hard time convincing me that this is kind of a beer except the fact that it's like super thick um, and it's delicious and Drecker is fantastic again. Wonderful sours for them. And this is just, we're talking 4th of July. We're talking hot dogs. This is it for me. Pink lemonade. Nice. That's beautiful. Well, boys. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers. indeed. Happy Bruise Day. Happy Bruise Day. Um, Let's get into a pick one before we get into music here. We found a golf pick one. We got a lot. We got through a lot of stuff today on the Brunch Breakdown. I'm proud of us today. I'm it's very a great proud. menu. It's Good a job. great menu. I'm very proud of us today. Um, so uh, who found this? Uh, me. Chris, this is you, right? Chris. Yeah. Yeah. It just popped up on my timeline for as much as I shit on Twitter for people <laughs> seeing people's <laughs> tweets that I don't follow. Uh, this is from Moon Golf Club. Moon Township here in Pittsburgh did not Shout follow out. them, uh, but I actually liked this tweet. So what we're looking at is you got to pick one for your beer cooler when you're golfing. Uh, and if you're not watching the top, there, there's four different images here. The top left is like a mixture of Natty Light Natter Day and a Summer Shandy from Lining Kugels. Uh, top right is Miller Light. Bottom left is White Claw. And it looks like there's, uh, that's like an assorted uh, uh, batch of White Claw. And then the bottom right is Bud Light. So those are your four boys. And I'm interested to hear which ones you would choose. Summer Shandy. Mm. I am. Dude, I had a Summer Shandy for the first time in a very long time last week. And I'm like, God damn it, man. This is a great beer. I just love it so much. And, you know, and shouts to all summer beers. Sam Summer I had over the week. Like, just summer beers are great. But Summer Shandy. Still great after all these years. Yeah, this is an interesting one because for me, as someone who golfs as much as I try to, but more so like occasionally, um, you know, this is what you're grabbing for 18 holes. So four plus hours. What are you drinking? It's usually hot out. Um, and if it was just lining who was summer shandy, I don't know if I'd go that route, but because it's mixed in with the, Natter days, not that I would go to that often, but you start with the summer shandy for the first couple holes, switch it up to the Natter days, the back nine, as it starts to get a little hot. That's where I got to be. That's the only place I got to be right there. That's a great, that's a great mixed cooler right there. 
All right. I didn't, yeah, I didn't know what to expect from you guys on this. Uh, so that's interesting. I, um, I'm going to be a bit more boring and I'm going to go with the Miller light cooler. Oh, uh, primarily because like when I think golf and drinking beer, I think about being out in the hot, hot, hotty, hot sun for several hours. And there's just something about like the very sweet drinks and bacon in the heat that just, I'm not a, when I'm being physically active and I know golf is like kind of physically active, but you're you're, you're being physically active. It just, that just doesn't sound for three, potentially four hours slugging those back. That just doesn't, doesn't sound like my cup of tea. So give me a nice light lager. I can put those down. Uh, not too bad of a taste in my mouth and uh, hopefully not shoot too embarrassingly terrible. Yeah, that there's no, there's no, ba- actually there is a bad choice here. And listen, you guys golf, I do not. But I'm just thinking of the time. Four hours or so, if you do 18 or whatever, who's picking White Claw other than, like, I don't know, Bob Huggins? <laughs> like, do you want to hang? Like, who wants to play 18 with the person that's drinking White Claws for four hours? Yikes. Are we serious here? Yeah, those are the type of people that you see on social media, like, flipping their golf carts. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And I, I went to um avid listener and very tremendous golfer, um, avid listener of the brunch breakdown, our good friend Tyler. I, I went to him on this, knowing he golfs very often and does it very well. He also went with the mixed line of Kugels, Natty Light, cooler bag. He went with that. So it made me feel a little bit better about my choice. Yeah, I feel like it's a you know. You mentioned about this, the uh, like the sweet drinks, like for that long. Like, I get that. I feel like I would end the day with those and start with like Bud Light or something early, then end the day with those. But I don't know, maybe not. Trying to think how this would actually go, but it wouldn't be White Claws. That's wild. Wild, yeah, yeah, no, thank you. (laughs) Hey, this DD, it's. This is going to shock some of our listeners, but a lot of people don't go golfing to perform well on the golf course. A lot of people do it <laughs> just to get out of work and get hammered. So true. Just whew. that's for those that, that crew, man, that's a lot. Well, boys, let's get into music. What are you guys listening to this week? What's happening? I'll let you boys first. I will. BRB. Oh, all right. Dan's Dan's leaving. Dan's going to BRB because he hates music. (laughs) Um, You know what? I have randomly recently been listening to Blink 182's live album uh, from 1999. It's called The Mark Tom and Travis Show. And uh, it's really entertaining. It's definitely like time and place and age specific. I think that's part of why I went back and listened to it. Cause recently with our music, we've been saying time and place quite a bit. And like, there's a lot of the normal blink 182 banter, some of which they got in trouble for, from some people when they played at Coachella and people were not ready for what Mark, Tom and Travis normally talk about on stage. Uh, there's a lot of that in this live album. And 
while some of it is now considered inappropriate, it was interesting and entertaining to listen to them say that and be like, oh yeah, that's how people used to talk. Nevertheless, uh, the live performances are actually like really good. Blink-182 is not known for their musicianship when performing live. That's kind of like part of their charm. Uh, so I've been listening to that album. I'll probably put, I don't know, maybe dump weed on there because that's, I think the best opener of all time. But, uh, yeah, that's my first pick. Nice. All right. So, um, I have been on this search of what the hell are people listening to this summer? I know I am of an age where maybe I am not because we talked about song of the summer last week. And I was like, there's gotta be kids have to be listening to something. Right. I'm like, what are we all listening to that I'm missing out on? Cause I'm out over the age of that. So, I found out that there's a lot of underground New Jersey club hip hop that are music that is not going to actually break into the mainstream yet anyways. So I found this song that is awesome. It is called Yaya Wait by this dude named B-Jack. And it is my favorite song of the summer. And I am going to listen to this for the rest of the summer it is amazing amazing like shouts to complex for letting me know what the hell people are listening to this summer for giving me this list and uh yeah b jack yaya wait holy shit just just yaya wait till you listen to the song fire <laughs> telling you i, I thought you were about to give us the yaya ding dong remix don't, or something don't, like that don't, I thought don't don't I'm sure someone's uh, um, gonna AI Will Ferrell onto this at some point. Um, but yeah. Wow. Um, I guess I'll go. I don't know how many I missed. Oh yeah, no, I missed? just one. You're good. Perfect timing. You didn't miss any. Oh, You're look good. at this. Look at this. Just to make sure the house wasn't on fire. It's fine. We're good. Um <laughs> Gus Daverton. Mom my, my man, you remember Gus. He was featured on Super Lonely with my girl Benny. Um, so his brand new album uh called Henge. Um just released last week um the whole album is like it's really great it's dynamic um there's a lot of songs i could have picked off of it i'm gonna put i think phases on the list um but guess dapperton check out that check out that album and check out uh phases nice she brought out gus at coachella for super lonely chris what do you listen to man it's getting keep it keep it moving it's getting (laughs) hot for music uh here uh okay my <laughs> my next one is uh from a band called guardrail they put out an album last week called content uh guardrail is from chicago a pop punk band the pop punk scene in chicago is ridiculous these days this band has less than ten thousand monthly listeners on spotify so get in now okay while the stock is low because the stock is going to rise and this is when you want to get in um but i really enjoyed the album i'm going to put their song seriously on the playlist this week (laughs) all right uh there's a song uh you probably if you're on tiktok a little bit or i don't know reels too same shit um flyanna boss you wish this song's great and it's it gone viral and certain ticks, I don't know. It's just a great song. Cause sometimes when these songs go viral, I'll like like, oh, that sounds cool. And then I'll listen to the whole song and it's terrible. But this yeah. one, this is good. And they've got a couple other songs. They don't have much music. So again, get in now. Fly in a boss. You wish. There you go. 
Um, another group not unfamiliar with the Sounds of Brunch playlist, the band Camino. And yes, I basically put everything they release on <laughs> the Sounds of Brunch because I enjoy it very much so. And I think you will too. So they put out a new song last week called See You Later. Um, I started to hear this one on like more pop, popular uh, radio over the weekend. I was a little surprised. Again, good, but a little surprised. Uh, not in a bad way, but they're going to start to uh, catch people's ears in greater spheres. Um, and their album is coming out August 11th. They just announced a tour with an amazing lineup. Bad Sons is on it. Charlotte Sands is on it. So the band Camino. See you later. All right. Well, here's a band that I put just about everything they release <laughs> on our playlist. Uh, Mom Jeans put out a single. Uh, this was actually a couple weeks ago now, I think. Or no, maybe it was last week. What's today? I don't know. Uh, time is not real. Uh, Mom Jeans <laughs> put out a song called Alameda. I think that's how you say it. Alameda. Alameda. I don't know. Alameda County Fair. Um, and yeah, they're they're kind of like... Uh, Olivia O'Brien or uh, Biba Doobie to me. When they put out a new song, I put them on the playlist because they deserve it. So enjoy. Beautiful. All right. Um, the last one I have here is a song that came out a few months ago off Ray Shrimmer's, uh Shrim for Life album. Uh, Lean's Gone Cold. They just put out the video for this song. And... I just want this song to be heard by everyone. I love it. It's got a very nostalgic sample in it, and it's awesome. It's just awesome, and I want everyone to love it. So, Lean's Gone Cold, Ray Shrimmer. Okay, nice. Uh, last one for me, Didi, a little special shout-out to you in this one. Uh, Louis the Child and Claire Rosencrantz teaming Yo! up. Yeah. Hello, thank you. I'll have another. Uh, Walls is the song that they released last week. It's a uh, really, really catchy. Kind of like it's a good. I don't want to say summery song, but it's like got a got a good summer vibe to it, right? And I love that she's getting this feature, um, and she's gonna be making her way through Pittsburgh at the end of August. I think I'm gonna have to be there. Uh, so yes, Louis the Child, Claire Rosencrantz, Walls. Check it out. Yeah, man. Dude, shouts to Claire. She's had, like, health problems and, like, a bunch of stuff going on. So, like, she's, I mean, she's, like, I don't know if she's going to be 18 now, but, like, she's just, yeah. I don't know. I She was, like, on such a trajectory and all of a sudden, like, her voice had some polyps in it or something. And then she, like, hurt something on her body. I don't know. But, like, I feel like now nice. she's just rescheduled the tour and, you know, got to get more music out there from Claire. So, yeah, for that. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Well, that's what we're listening to. Check out the Sounds of Brunch playlist on Spotify. Boys, final thoughts. Uh, I'm looking forward to watching your needlepoint this week, boys. See what uh, <laughs> what you got going on on the new the new platform. Your needlepoint. Um, yeah, this is this is episode 150 for us, boys. Hey, moderately large milestone. So, congrats to. 150 here's 150 more somehow some way we make this weird circle of what we call the menu work with you know going to ihop then going to costco the costco card everybody's grabbing a hot dog at costco i don't know grab yourself a lot of red lobster ipa on the way out the door it's just a happy summer everybody <laughs> and don't forget to throw some pepsi on that hot dog <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's the brunch breakdown we're out <laughs>